Hello everyone. Um Scuttlebutt Podcast is back. Um well I missed two weeks. Um my bad. So we're only on episode five. Um school kind of got a little crazy, but I'm back in action. Here we are, scuttle button. It's been a crazy good week. Um, started it off, um, with getting my second dose of the Pfizer vaccine. I'm a Pfizer girl. Um, I feel really good about that. This week I wasn't. I was definitely not experiencing all of the flu-like symptoms, but I was definitely experiencing headaches, migraine, um, and a fever. And just, you know, um... Just, you know, like, feeling tired. I keep thinking of nausea, but I'm not... I'm thinking of the word fatigue, not nausea. But I made it through, and then Friday I had um, a student media award ceremony, which is where this... Why I'm able to do this podcast. Um, And I was... I one best podcast episode Lutina and the Princess Diaries one which is really exciting um so that was a really nice like like confidence boost um and I just felt really good about that about myself about the podcast and it's just a really cool feeling um and then later Friday night um we wa- I watched um RuPaul's Drag Race season 13 finale, which is really exciting. I was going to be happy regardless of the outcome. Um, and I'm really, really excited and happy that Simone won. Um, I think watching this season of RuPaul's Drag Race has definitely been long. It premiered on, I think, January 1st. And it just ended now, almost in May. It's practically... like you know, May. But it was a really great season. A lot of talent. Um, but I think, I don't know, it, it's it's sad that the season's over, but, you know, then there's going to be all these new seasons. Uh, the Australian drag race is going to start in, like, less than a week. Um, and then... Or maybe more than a week. I don't know. Time is... I can't count time. Um, and then you got All-Stars again. You got everything in between. But, um, I don't know. I just... This week has been really good, I suppose. I just, um, you know, I felt really confident about getting the vaccine because as a person who definitely, uh... Is uh, I didn't hypochondria is a familiar term that I um identify with, I suppose. So, I mean, having that confidence of now I have the vaccine and I can be a little bit more confident when I go out, of course, I'm still social distancing, wearing my mask, especially within the two weeks of me getting my final dose, just so you know. It's definitely, you know, safe. (laughs) But I think, like, 
it's it was definitely a great feeling for myself um and if you get the chance i you know recommend getting it um but at the end of the day it's up to you um but yeah my arm's still like weirdly sore in like weird parts um but it's not like crazy but i am really happy about it and the whole week i mean and just you know getting like some recognition for my podcast and you know feeling really good about that and you know I feel like I've it's just for a long time I'm gonna get kind of like emotional here I guess but for a long time in the past year I've definitely felt like an imposter when it came to you know my creativity my education you know, where I was with my friends or family. And I think, like, now, like, I see all the work that I'm doing with school and, you know, with my creativity and, you know, my relationships with family and friends just blossoming. I think it's, you know, I'm in a really good place, which is, like, so weird to say because, like, you know, even just... A year and a half ago I was just in a totally different mindset and it's you know it's sad to see like look back on that and like how I was just so unmotivated and like just in a totally different headspace and you know I still pushed on I mean I definitely didn't want to at the time but I pushed on and you know I you know, I got to see, I get to be and see myself as a stronger person who is a lot more confident. And of course, I'm going to have off days. And like, there's definitely days where I don't feel great about myself or about a certain situation, like me trying to find a job and me applying to, you know, like 30 jobs in under in like a week and a half. And, you know, getting no response is worse than like, any like for in for my opinion and anything because it's like do you not want me to be there like we're hired do you want me there and it's like you know follow-ups and I don't really do great with follow-ups but I think like it's definitely a learning experience and you know just a journey and like truly trying to embrace it and that's like kind of in my mentality towards everything and I think you know a big struggle especially like during 2020 was you know, self-identity and, you know, I'm still on my journey to find out who I am, but I think like throughout 2020, I didn't know who I am, who I was and I didn't know how to find it. And I think, you know, going into 2021, I still kind of had that mentality, but come like March, like when I started doing the podcast and cause I started on March 3rd And I think when it came to just doing the podcast, when it came to, you know, doing more creativity, you know, even like I bought, like, I wanted to do, like, learn about DJing since I was like, like 12, 13, 14. And I never did it up until like, in March. And, and, you know, I get to do it. And of course, I don't do it as much right now with school and everything, which is such a stupid excuse. But, you know, I finally have an opportunity to, and, you know, this weekend when my boyfriend was over, I got to play with it and I got to teach him things that I'm learning. And of course, I'm no, like, genius as a DJ, but, like, 
I get to show all the things I'm learning, apply them creatively, apply them, you know, in a learning aspect. And it just like makes me feel good that like I'm actually doing things that I enjoy. And, you know, like even though it was a very long pace when it came to making my podcast, because it's something that I wanted to do for a long time. And I mean, like even then, like before it was, oh, I'll just do a podcast. But before that it was like, oh, I'll do a YouTube channel. And of course, like that's so like, of course, like it's so interesting to do. But I think like I look at the community and I of YouTube as a whole and I don't know if I could do that. And I, but I think like as a podcast, I'm literally just sitting on my bed right now, just talking and, you know, just staring at my wall or at my mirror or my dog running around. I think it's just, I don't, I, I, I'm on being able to talk, but I don't have to feel like it's a whole production. Like I, it's, you know, I'm in my bed and I'm propping my mic up with a pillow and it just feels more authentic. Like it's. It's more reliable. It's comforting, I guess. I don't know what I'm saying right now. But I think, like, throughout the years, like, I think, like, I didn't do DJing or I didn't do a YouTube channel or I didn't do whatever. I switched major 5,000 times. I dropped out of school. I didn't go back into school for, like, a year and a half. And when I did, I switched my major, like, almost every semester because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And what's weird is, like, I did know what I wanted to do. I wanted to major in, you know, or do like pursue a career in like public relations, social media, advertising. And, but part of, in the back of my head, it was always like, well, I can't do that. But like, it took a while for me to get to that mindset of, yeah, I can do that. And I'm going to do that. And I, I am, you know, I only have like, this is my last, this week is my last spring semester I have my summer and fall semester and then I'm done I have my my BA in strategic communication and you know I'm applying to jobs of course like I'm stressed out because it's definitely in an oversaturated market being a social media strategist or just working in PR or at a a PR firm but I think it's like I'm passionate about it and I'm not going to give up just because I have a lot of competition and I think that's what's held me back a lot, you know, when it came to me being like the 17 year old who wanted to be on a, a, a YouTuber, it was, you know, a lot holding me back was, but there's so many people out there that no one will watch me, they'll just watch the other people. And I think like just letting my, bringing myself down instead of just having the mindset of like, well, people will want to watch me, they'll watch other people too, but I'm still watchable or I'm still listenable. Like, I feel like I get in my head sometimes, like even with my podcast and I think like with my generation or just my age group, I don't really know. I think it's just been so consumed about caring about numbers on social media, like with likes, with Instagram posts or a tweet or, you know, how many views or how many listens. I think it's just... I think it, be- it it has become something that's about, you know, whoever, how many likes I get is how, me- how much people like me. And it's like, and that determines my confidence or that determines if I'm good or not. I know I'm, you know, I know I'm good. Like, I'm confident in myself. Like, I know people might not think I am. And, you know, in the 
in the beginning, like, I feel like if I did this a while, like, a year or two ago, I would definitely have that mindset of, like, well, I'm not good, so why don't I just quit? Because I'm not doing it to make every single person happy. Like, if I'm able to make myself happy and other people happy at the same time with what I do, what I write, what I say, uh, what I post, what I take pictures of, what I paint, whatever it is, like, if I'm happy doing it and someone else finds joy in it, that's great. But it's not my, like, it's not my mindset to only make other people happy with projects that I'm doing or, pot, like, the podcast episodes that I'm doing. Like, I do what I want to do. Do, 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 do. The audio stopped and I don't know why. So it's going to jump from another audio to another really weirdly. And this is just me just letting you know and also just crossing this over. I don't know how this is going to sound. Enjoy. Yeah, so I just overall feeling really confident. I'm really happy with this week. I'm really happy with myself and my confidence and where I'm at. But, (laughs) cool. Um, But, yeah, so episode five, this is really cool. I feel really bad that I kind of, kind of got a little lost in for two weeks um it was definitely not a motivation thing it was just kind of like I have a lot to do right now (laughs) so um because I am a full-time student I am working part-time not full-time I did used to be a full-time student who worked full-time in retail so I could be in class from like 8 a.m to I think like 2 or 3 p.m and or I don't even remember and then I would go to work and work until like 10 30 p.m and then I have to do the next the whole thing over again uh the next day it was a little bit brutal but I think like overall like I you know what I'll just say it I don't think that was really good for me and it was not I was you know I was about to lie and be like it was good for my character overall it was not it put me into a huge spiral Like, I was definitely in a bad place. Um, You know, I had just moved to a state all by myself. You know, I, you know, I'm starting at this new school. I'm starting at this new job. It was a lot of new and it totally was overwhelming. And then I just think like the work setting was, it was hard to adjust to. And I don't think it was the hours. I think it was definitely a component, but I think it was just overall like, the atmosphere and you know I you know I had a lot of great moments and I won't take back like making friends and having you know these moments but I and I don't take back but I don't think it was the best thing for me and you know I can say that and still you know have this love for moments that I had at that job but I think you know it was definitely not healthy um But, but now, you know, I found a job that, (laughs) um, I, you know, I, I do enjoy. It's a little weird sometimes. Um, it's just an office job, but I think it's just, I, sometimes I don't know what's going on, but I'm, you know, I'm there, I'm doing my work. I'm very confident. I put all my all in and everything. Um, but you know, and I think this past semester, Definitely fall 2020 was a terrible semester. Um, 
it was my first completely online semester. I've done online classes before, but it was definitely, you know, because of the pandemic, a lot of teachers not really knowing how to adapt to online, which is not their fault. Like, I don't blame it for them. I didn't, you know, you know, have any grudges about how it was going about, like, through the teacher's perspective of how to teach it. But it was definitely, you know, difficult for me um, to really succeed. Um, but I also don't think it was entirely an online issue. It was definitely some of the classes that I was taking. And, um, you know, I still passed. One of them barely really hurt my GPA. But, you know, I'm still, you know, I got the credit. <laughs> but, um, you know... going into spring semester it was definitely a a a breath of fresh air um and you know summer I don't know what that's gonna be like I'm hoping it's still you know the same air quality and um because I will be full-time in the summer which is like the first time ever but you know I want to be able to graduate this year so that made it possible and as well as getting all my classes online um, because, um, I want to leave Utah and go and, you know, um, stay with my grandmother for a while and eventually move and wherever my job will take me. Um, and then, you know, fall, I only have two online classes. So, I mean, that's a pretty good feeling of just being like only two classes, I'll definitely be experiencing senioritis at that point, Um, but, you know, still having that motivation to, you know, get good grades, but definitely have certain days where I just feel very lazy or tired or unmotivated, which is, I feel like it happens, Um, but, you know, I, I know myself, so I know that it won't be like, oh, I'm not going to class for four weeks, but I think it, 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 I'm overall really excited for the end um, the rest of my college, um, career, I suppose. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go for my master's. Um, it was something I went back and forth on, but I don't think I need my master's right now. Um, maybe in the future if I really want to. I just really need a break from school. Um, when, cause I, you know, I took a, a break for, cause I dropped, I was, graduated high school 2014 um then started actually online for a semester for academy of art which is um based in san francisco and then for the spring semester i moved up to san francisco for a semester um into a new major as well so that's two majors already in my college career and um I enjoyed it, but I also didn't, and I made the impulse decision to, after applying for dorming for the fall semester, to call my father up and say, you know what, I'm dropping out, and my dad was very supportive, um, he didn't really, uh, lecture me or tell me to reconsider he was just like all right at least I don't remember I could be wrong but from what I remember I just remember him just kind of accepting it 
So then I went on a break from school for like a year and a half. I did work. Um, I worked like three jobs <laughs> and sometimes two at the same time. And then I went to I community college and I went into the major of um, dental for to become a dental hygienist. Then I realized that I'd have to do a lot of science classes, and I said no. And I switched to a psychology major and with hopes of being an occupational therapist. Um, that dream died quickly, and then I transferred to another community school. This one closer, so I didn't have to take uh, a train at 7 o'clock in the morning for an hour um, and then a tram for another 45 minutes just to go to a hour and a half class. Um, so then I went to one that was literally right down the road from my house. And I, that's where I finished off getting my associate's degree in communications. So that is major number five. And then I transfer. So yeah, I've had five majors, I guess. And now I'm at the University of Utah with the same major communications, but an emphasis in strategic communications. Um, so which which focuses on advertising, PR, uh, things alike. Um, but I feel pretty good about you know my my past with education. I mean college education high school was definitely rough I did not really care about learning I didn't take the SATs um I kind of just like cruised through my junior and senior year I was definitely not in the headspace to be in school um but you know I still finished up um I could have pushed myself a little bit harder but I was definitely not in that mindset anyway um so then I went to college found a new love for learning and loved going to class and learning. I wasn't really one to be like, oh, I don't want to go to class. Um, and then I'm still not really like that. There are days where I'm just like, I just need, especially with it being online and just like, you know, Zoom fatigue or just, you know, because two, the two days that I have two classes that are Zoom meetings, um, it's, you know, I get a break in between, but it's, it's so hard, you know, waking up at like 8am to get ready for an 830 until like last till 1030. And, you know, I'm exhausted. And, you know, sometimes I'll take a nap. Sometimes I can't, I have to, you know, do homework or clean my apartment or what, whatever it may be. And it's so hard to like get into that mindset of like, okay, I have to log on to zoom again especially when I had just taken a nap and I'm like I really just want to keep sleeping I'm exhausted um it's hard to like get into like okay it's almost two o'clock I have to go into this class now and even though I really enjoy the class it's just you know clicking that zoom link to log in and you know be in the class and you know getting to that mind plate mindset of okay now I'm learning and I'm not taking a nap but I think, like, it's it's harder 
to, to with it being completely online because of course I've taken like one or two classes online but they were never like a zoom meeting it was you know okay here's your module for the week here's the discussion here's the presentation here's your assignment and you just complete it by friend Friday by 1159 and um now it's like okay you're no longer on campus and you know, at least at that time when I was having these other online classes, it was very much, I was still on campus. I was still, you know, interacting in person and all this stuff. So it's definitely like a different atmosphere of just like, I'm only interacting with people from my desk, from my couch, sometimes my bed, um, which I, I don't like doing. But um, I think it's just, it's definitely different. I, I, I feel like I'm still learning. I'm still doing great. I don't feel like I'm constantly struggling, but I can definitely feel like me struggling when it comes to, you know, that motivation, still that motivation to go to class. Of course, there's days like when I was in person where I was just like, oh, I am not going to my 8 a.m. today. Or I'll look at the schedule and be like, uh, I guess I could miss today and I can just take care of myself which is usually what I would do or if I have a doctor's appointment of course but you know sometimes you just need that that day to just like unwind from everything from work or school and I never really take off work from just like I need a day off it's very much like if I have a class that I can skip and it happens to be a day where I don't have work or it is a day I have work but I can dedicate my morning up until work just to you know relax take like a hot bath or you know clean the apartment or you know take an extra like a like just sleep in a little bit more or you know or watch a show I've been wanting like just whatever I want to do that makes me happy for that morning I think it's really important I don't make a habit of doing it every week Um, but I still find that time to definitely take care of myself, but sometimes you just need that extra time, and I think that's very important, but I don't know. I think, you know, I still need, like, regardless if it's online, in person, what have you, I still think people will need to have that time alone, because Zoom fatigue is real. I was like, no, I'm good, but, you know, my fall semester, I only had one Zoom class. This semester, I had three, and you know, it's a lot. And two of them were in the same day. One of them wasn't on the other. And even though that one was a little bit easier because it's just a group project, it's like you still have to log on. You're still looking at your screen for two hours. I've My headaches have definitely increased since then. And props to me for in April of 2020 buying my glasses with the blue tint because I did that was a great decision on my half, but it's still a lot looking at my screens for so long because it's not even, you know, I don't work in retail anymore. I work in an office with a computer and I'm just on the computer. So I'm going from all these classes, going to work, being on the screen. So it's like a lot on my eyes. It's a lot just like on my head, just like headaches, migraines. And, you know, I definitely feel that. So for a long time, I could never really understand unplugging and not really wanting to or just not seeing the appeal. And I feel like I was definitely younger and just like, nah, social media is it. Like, 
people need to just get on board with it. Like, it's fine. And, I, I mean, I, I don't want to make it seem like it was a, entirely against the idea of unplugging, but it wasn't as appealing as it is for me um, as it is now. I definitely enjoy, like, just... Sometimes I just stare at the wall. I don't know if that's just saying something for the past year and a half. But I just, I can just look up at my ceiling or I'll look at, you know, my pillowcases and just count all the creases in them or just fixate on something that's not really important and I don't need to think a lot or I don't need to look at a screen and just fixate on something that's, you know, or or of course I can read and I do read. Um, but I think like sometimes I just need to be like, I don't want to read something. I don't want to look at a screen. I don't want to watch something. I just want to look at my pillowcase and count all the wrinkles or trace all the wrinkles to see where it goes. Like it's stuff like that. Like it's just, I just need to be just, I just nothing. I just, I, everything's out of my head, which I can do. Like, I just don't think about anything. I just it's hard to like just not think about anything but and it's hard to turn off sometimes but sometimes I'm able to just there's just nothing it's just like elevator music in my head maybe not even it's just like wind blowing I don't know I don't know if that means anything uh but I definitely feel that and I think it's important to you know really just get away from all of it because you know we have so much like stimulating like right now with the with the zoom with the homework assignments with work and then you have social media you have you know all like you have the tiktoks you have the twitter you have the instagram you have you know netflix which who really watches netflix anymore hulu hbo max uh youtube paramount plus like, all these things, which is the whole thing, by the way. Like, we're just, re- you know, it's no longer like, oh, I just have an online subscription where I watch all my stuff. No. I pay for three different subscriptions to watch all of my shows because they're not on the same place. So, I'm pretty much paying for cable. A cable uh, package here. So, once again, we've all been bamboozled. <laughs> it's just reinventing the wheel um but anyway um you have all these things and then there's all these new shows coming out and it's like <sighs> take a step back read a book right now i i have all these books i want to read my best friend is getting me back into books because for a long time i just was so over books i read so many books as a kid that i was just kind of like all right i'm out i need a break and then I started getting back into it, and then um, I was re- reading a lot of autobiographies, and I started to finally get back into fiction, and then I kind of, like, drifted out again. And now I'm coming back, because my best friend is like, so I heard about this book, and I think it's right up your alley. And I caught her. I'm like, you're trying to get me back into reading. Which I don't mind. Like, I definitely will have, you know, in the fall or, you know, like, when I have two classes, um, I'll definitely have a little more time on my hands. And, like, of course, like, I would like to just get away from, you know, computers and phones. But, um, so I'm just, like, collecting all these books now or just writing down the names and, you know, and then buying them. And, um, 
I, it's really exciting to read. I do miss reading a, like, all, like, the books I did as a kid. I actually bought one of the kid books that I read because I was just so nostalgic about it. Um, it, West Side's Story? I don't know what it's called. Let me go get it. Maybe I can read some. It was such a fun book. I read it in second grade? Sideways Stories from Wayside School. There's actually two books. I knew that there was two books, but when I was at Barnes & Noble, I, uh, well, the sales lady really just convinced me to get both. But it's a great, fun book. It's definitely not the cover that I got it as, but I just had great memories of these books. And, of course, I read almost all of the um series of unfortunate events um i had to stop unfortunately um only because i started getting nightmares and my mom said no <laughs> and i don't really and it, it, if i read it now i'd obviously have to start from the beginning and i'll be honest i'm just not really interested in that series anymore I, that was there's that was the only series that i was actually really interested in ever um i didn't really i didn't ever try to read twilight i never tried to read the Hunger Games or I don't know what are the other ones that all turned into movies but um you know, you know what there was one series that I read and I did re read all of the Princess Diary books um I never watched the show I think I tried to and I was like I do not care and I just sticked with the books and then she actually uh was it? I don't know the author's name, but they wrote a new book after the Princess Diary. The Princess Diaries. Did I say that? Pretty Little Liars. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Pretty Little Liar. Is that it? Pretty Little Liars. Why does that seem wrong? I don't know. But anyway. They shot. Okay, let's look it up. Pretty little liars books, please. Um, yes, I read all of those books. Um, I liked them because all of the the book covers were all dolls. And I don't know if I have those books anymore. But yes, Sarah Shepard. It was in my mind, but I didn't. So then she, um, Sarah came out with The Lying Game, um, which also, I think, turned into a show. I don't think it lasted, if I'm correct. Um, let's see. Yes, it was in fact a show. Oh. And it lasted for two seasons. Um, cool. Yeah, I think I tried watching the show, um, but I didn't really care for the show. I didn't really care for the book that much, um, and I just kind of fell off the Sh Sarah Shepard, um, bandwagon. There was another series I liked as a preteen. I don't remember what it is, but hopefully I can maybe I can find it. 
It was a really, it was, it was definitely like a preteen book. I don't remember anything about it. She had one of those Envy phones that like flipped and you had the whole keyboard, which I thought was so hip and cool at the time. Um, I had, um, it wasn't Envy 3, it was a sidekick. I had the Envy, um, 3 in, in middle school and my freshman year of high school. Um, which is pretty cool. And she was like a movie actress and I think her best friend, her name was Olive or the author described her best friend as having olive skin. Something to that effect. Um, and... I don't know. It was so good as as a preteen. I thought it was good. Um, let's see. The book. What's it? I, uh, preteen. Hollywood girl book series. Who knows if it comes up. Uh, I don't know. Let's see what Barn Noble has to say. Barnes and Noble has to say. No, none of these. None. <gasps> Just kidding. Found it. It's called Secrets of My Hollywood Life. I read every single book. It's by um by Jen Colonita. Um, so it's the there's six books. And it's a teen actress. Her name's Caitlin. And, um, so she's going from, like, TV, Broadway, and then I think she did movies, um, and then she, like, it's, okay, so from onset rivals, managing a relationship with a non-actor to a bad girl phase getting caught on camera, this insidery series is especially perfect for younger um, young adult readers who want to know all about the industry through the eyes of the sweet likable heroine um it was a great series for you know 13 year old me I think I read it all the books within like a year I don't remember but all of them are so there's secrets of my Hollywood life was just the first one then there was on location family affairs prince paparazzi princess broadway lights and no place like home and I'm pretty sure I read all of them. But for some reason, No Place Like Home does not sound familiar to me. But I know I read, I think I read all of them. Anyway, what's really cool about those, the the covers of those books is they're all journals. Like the outside, it looks like it's a journal. Um, of course, it's just a picture it's not an actual journal which would be really cool you know it'd be cool you know instead of books just I mean I'm sure some books do it but like you know how like sometimes makeup companies well the packaging is everything do it with books like this book the outside of it looks like a diary it has like a little like snap thing where you would clip it and, like, it would stay together in the pages when, you know, whatever. You know what I'm talking Hopefully you know what I'm talking about. That would be so cool to have. Like, I'm sure it's a lot of money to do. But, like, come on. That seems pretty cool. I would spend the extra money to have that. Like, at least as, a, as like, a collector's thing. Um, 
But yeah, those are were my fave as a young adult reader. A young, young adult reader. Um, but yes, those are my fave. Thanks, Jen, for those gems. Um, but yeah, that's that was it. That was my book. I loved it. I read the whole series, I'm pretty sure. And I felt really good about reading those books. And I always wanted to be like Caitlin, but of course I'm not, you know. I'm not I'm not that. I'm not Caitlin. Although, as a child, I always wanted to be famous. I wanted, I, I would pretend I'm being interviewed. I'd pretend I'm on reality shows. I was it. Like, this was, you know, it wasn't like 15-year-old me. This was like 7-year-old me. I'd be in my room, sitting at my desk, and I, I'd sometimes, I would do this, like, for such a long time, well into my teens, I would be either just playing in my room, I'd be playing on my computer, whatever it may be, and I'd be so bored. And, you know, I guess it is kind of talking to myself, but I would act like, like I'd be getting questions like in my head, but then outside, like out, like aloud, I'd be like replying to them like I'm on like a late night show or just like an interview with like, what is it? Um, the Hollywood Reporter. Like, that was me. That's what I did. And, you know, I definitely don't know. I don't think I want that. But I definitely did as a kid. And my inspirations were Hilary Duff. And, well, who else? I guess Avril Lavigne. But I was, I never... I liked Avril Lavigne. I got her, I got, she was my first, one of my first albums. I think, um, Hilary Duff, uh, was definitely one of my first as well. And High School Musical, uh, the soundtrack. Um, but, yeah, that was me as a kid, and those books really, like, struck a chord, because that was what I wanted. And I didn't have it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Those are the books I read. I'm starting getting more into books. I Right now, I am reading... What's it called? Let's see. Let's take the book. It's called Legendary Children. Um, it's called The First Decade of RuPaul's Drag Race and the Last Century of Queer Life. It's by Tom Fitzgerald and Lorenzo Marquez. I really like it. Um, especially just learning about queer culture. Um... And, yeah, I also have a few other books that are in line to be read. Um, but, yeah, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I guess I'm talking about books now? What was I talking before books? Oh, about, I was talking about classes and Zoom and now I'm like, whatever. It don't matter. I think, you know... I'm feeling pretty great. I like my books. I like my classes. I like my podcast. I like everything. I'm feeling really happy. I feel like I've been talking for so long. Oh my gosh. This might be the longest podcast yet. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I, I guess I can keep going. Um, I'm really excited for things to open back up. I know that it's not going to happen in like a month, but... I feel really happy, like, because, you know, last year it was like, oh, this is never going to end. It's going to be, like, for five years. But I think, like, seeing where we are, you know, as a nation, um, I think I'm feeling 
you know, a little bit more confident. Of course, there's always going to be some hiccups. But I think, like, you know, people are getting vaccinated. People are, you know, generally being respectful when it comes to masks and social distancing. Of course, outliers. But, you know, I haven't had any run-ins, run-ins with that. And I'm very grateful because I would not handle that well. Um, but, you know, I'm just focusing on me. I'm doing my paintings. I'm painting clouds. I'm, uh, well, I guess reading, which is <laughs> so sad that I just got back into reading. Um, but I'm really happy um, that I'm getting into old things that I loved. I'm, you know, pursuing things I wanted to do for a long time. I'm, you know, just feeling that confidence I wanted for a long time and just, you know, even as a kid, like, I was like, what am I going to be like when I'm a teenager? What am I going to be like when I'm in my 20s? Like, I feel like every kid does that. But I I definitely, like, painted this image of what I was going to look like, what I was going to do, you know. And, of course, like, since, like, my idea of a teenager, since I was young, my idea of a teenager was, you know, this early 2000s bubblegum princess and obviously like it's no longer the case and I do not dress like a early 2000s bubblegum princess I dress like a young toddler boy cartoon on a, a TV show I wear overalls every day. I do. I wear shorter rolls almost every single day. Um, I wear big t-shirts. And I, my shoelaces are never tied. So definitely going for that. <laughs> that early 2000s bubblegum princess. Pop princess. Just low rise boot cut. With flip-flops and a juicy zip-up or just a skin-tight cami. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but, no, I like my style now. I'm very comfortable. Um, I'm not wearing pants. I'm wearing my shorter alls. Um, of course, I'll put on a dress or sometimes I have to wear jeans or a skirt, which I like skirts. But my shorter rolls are where it's at. They're super comfortable. Such a vibe. But I definitely look like one of those, like, children's cartoons. And I'm just, like, this little character boy thing who dresses up in shorter alls and baggy t-shirts. And his shoelaces are always untied. And he's probably, like, has, like, a prop that he's always carrying. Or he has, like, a catchphrase. Who knows? I don't know. Part of me feels like I might be Chucky from the Rugrats. That's the vibe that I'm kind of getting, you know? Like, like clothing-wise. But, of course, like, also, he's a little bit, like, I definitely get really anxious. So, I identify with that. But, but also, in All Grown Up in Rugrats, when they did the the spinoff, um, Dill. That, he, you can't tell me that Dill from All Grown Up all grown up was not a he uh 
he was definitely a stoner. Um, the way he dressed, the way he acted, definitely a stoner. Um, definitely here for it. Definitely identify. Well, I'm not. No, I don't identify. I don't identify with that. That came out. What? I'm not a stoner. I do not do. I do not partake in anything that um alters um your mind. I do not even like to consume alcohol. Thank you. Um, I meant to identify once again with the fashion. Um, oh god. Um, although people do tend to think just based off how I look or my facial expressions is. That I am, in fact, stoned. Uh, great. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely do identify as a cartoon character. Um, when it comes to fashion, um, <laughs> that's my fashion inspiration. Move aside. Style icons, I'll just look at all of the cartoon children actors. Except Caillou. Caillou is awful. Um, but I'll sign off with that. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. Hopefully this wasn't... It was all over the place, but I hope you were able to follow. Happy had a, hope you had a map the entire way um, so you didn't get lost. Um, I definitely need a map. I don't know even what I'm saying right now. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy. And I hope you have a great week. Happy Monday.